You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical of this this message Uh, and you think that my messages jump around the Lord hit all kinds of things uh, in this one message and I'm sure it was not a 35 40 minute message Uh, and so as he is teaching and preaching what we find is he sums up uh, everything that were characteristics uh, about the Christian life and about the faith Uh, so so here, let's look again at our text, Matthew 7 and verse number two, uh, 24. He said, therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, what are those next three words? Say that again. And doeth them. It's, good. it's not good enough to hear. You know, there are a lot of hearers there are not a lot of doers. And that goes to many areas of life. Have you ever had your parent, your mom? Did you hear me? Did your mom ever tell you that? My mom used to tell me that quite often. I'm not talking to hear myself talk. Have you heard that one? All right. And what was that? That was that interaction. They knew that we, we heard, but the problem is we weren't doing anything about what we heard. You know, in the Christian life, God does not speak 
just to be heard. And he says that a wise man, he said, he said these, what he is about to teach, therefore whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them. So now he is saying these sayings that I have already given in, instruction on in this Sermon on the Mount, now if you hear these and you do them, I am going to liken you to a wise man. He said, you will be identified the characteristics that uh, because you are doing what you have heard, you have listened to the instruction, and now there's application that is being followed through on. He said, that right there is, is showing that you are wise. Okay, so let's look at this again. Uh, so he said, uh, he said, liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Now, that is very important here. You know, the faith is supposed to be built on Christ. Go, hold your Bibles here in Matthew and jump over to the book of Acts, chapter number 4. We were here this morning, and I want to uh, tie some things together here. Uh, so, uh, Acts chapter number 4, and if you go over to Acts chapter 4, it's not going to be up on a screen, so you grab your Bible. Uh, Acts chapter number 4. And uh, look at verse number 11, okay? Uh, Acts 4, 11. This is the stone which was set at naught of you, what? Builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So uh, salvation, uh, it is in Christ and in Christ alone. All right, but, but salvation is just the beginning of the life of faith. And here what we find is the religious crowd had rejected the cornerstone. Brother Franklin and I were talking yesterday, uh, and I was bringing a little bit of, uh, out what uh, I knew I was going to preach tonight. Uh, but with that, uh, the Christ is the corner. You know, when you build a building... You have to figure out where you're going to start. Christ is the cornerstone. But the rest of our life is to be building. It's not like, it's not like everything else is just done because you got saved. He's the corner. I, I remember talking with Brother Ludwig. And Brother Ludwig, uh, when they were building this building, this, this property used to be an orchard, an almond orchard. And it all got cleared off, and uh, they brought the other building in, uh, the old building, and now it's the, the educational building. But uh, anyway, so the other uh, building and the church was uh, established and growing, and then uh, they decided they were going to build this building. And Brother Ludwig took three years off of work. And he came down here every day building this building. There were others that helped. But he was telling me, he said, you know, everyone was getting together and they're like, well, where do we start? He said, well, you got to drive a stake. He said, you got to start in a corner. 
And everybody kept talking about where they were going to start and how they were going to get going and building the building, but where do we start? And Brother Ludwig said, I just reached over, I grabbed a stake, and I grabbed a hammer, and I walked over to a corner, and I don't know what corner it was, but he drove a stake. And after he drove that stake, then everybody could jump on board and say, okay, now that's what we're triangulating off. Now we can start. You know what? That's how any building starts. And with that, uh, Christ is the cornerstone. But there's a whole life that still needs to be built. And the wise man is going to build his life on the Lord Jesus Christ. It's going to be that he is that starting point, and he is going to be the foundation and the principles that are given here. And so as the Lord is finishing up this Sermon on the Mount, the final summation of truth, we see these principles, and these principles, if you look at them, this entire chapter is dealing with judgment. And when you think about the Christian life and judgment, people always say, oh no, we're not supposed to judge. Judge, judge not lest you be judged. And that passage has been manipulated and misused. And the way most people use that passage of Scripture is to try to get out of being accountable for truth. You know, the Lord said, come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord of hosts. Well, how do you know who them is if you don't make a judgment? You see, all through life, there's judgments that we have to make. And we, we have to make them according to biblical principle. And so here, as we look at this, uh, we, we, we see how uh, in this area of judging, uh, the first thing we're supposed to do is we are to judge ourselves first uh, so we can have spiritual discernment. Uh, if we have a beam in our own eye, we don't have spiritual discernment uh, to see the needs of other people. And, and to be able to help them with the the moat that is in their eye, the sliver that is in their eye. So the judging starts with self, not so then you are self-righteous and you can judge everybody else. No, the judging of self is so you have the ability, the discernment to help other people. And so, so here we, we look at this, we see uh, that repenting of sin, sin uh, removing the beam, the sins that are in our own lives and judging self, uh, so we aren't just uh, uh, castigating others and trying to justify ourselves, we have to deal with ourselves. We must have discernment as believers. Uh, Warren Wiersbe said this, Christians must exercise this discernment for not everyone is a sheep. Some people are hogs or dogs, and some are wolves in sheep's clothing. What do we have to do? We have to have discernment. And, and with that, uh, we, we here find the Lord giving us some principles that will help us have uh, spiritual judgment, proper judgment. And so we're getting ready for VBS, and I'm not going to preach long, but I do want to get in uh, to, to this passage. And the message tonight is entitled, Hearers and Doers. 
the hearers and the doers. Father, I pray that you'd help us uh, bless this uh, passage of Scripture. Help us as we look at it. Uh, Lord, I know it's warm in here. I pray that we would have attentiveness. And Lord, just help us to grow in our faith for Christ's sake. Amen. All right, so uh, there are three things that the Lord uses in this chapter to help sum up his teaching on the judgment, and it gives us a proper basis uh, of understanding so we can have right boundaries and goals in our judgment. So he gives us three things that have two in them. Uh, there is, first of all, number one, there are two ways. Look at uh, uh, Matthew chapter 7, look at verse number 13. Uh, Matthew seven thirteen. he said, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. So this here, this passage, Passage is dealing with salvation. There is a narrow way and there is a wide way. There is a straight way and there is a broad way. And he says, many there go, be that go in there at talking about the wide way, uh, the, the, uh, the broad way. Salvation is, there is not many ways to heaven. There's one. Have you ever talked to somebody about the Lord and said, you know, he's, uh, God, uh, we're all going to get there together. We're, you know, we're all getting there just a different way. No, there's only one way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Salvation is in Jesus Christ and him alone. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So here we see uh, these two ways. And in judgment, uh, there is a judgment, first of all, on salvation. Uh, that is the beginning of faith. Faith begins with salvation, and, and, and if we have faith somewhere else, and we don't have our faith in Christ for our salvation, then our Christian life, is uh, our life as a churchgoer, is not going to be a fulfilling life. There are a lot of people that go to church, but that doesn't mean they're going to be in heaven. There are people that come to Bible Baptist. And if they do not have a testimony of salvation, if they have not been born again, coming to Bible Baptist Church is not going to get them into heaven. But you know what? There is a broad way. There is a wide way that's going to lead to destruction. But there's a narrow way for salvation. It's a straight way. And Jesus is the only way. Don't, don't feel intimidated if somebody says, well, you think you're the only one that knows how to get to heaven. No, I'm not the only one that knows how to go, get to heaven, uh, but I know what God said about me getting to heaven. And since I'm going to look at what God said instead of what I think, because I used to think that if I was good enough that I'd get there. If my good outweighed my bad, I'd go to heaven. If my bad outweighed my good, I'd go to hell. When I was confronted with salvation and the, the man asked me if I, if I was going to go to heaven if I died, I said no. Why? Because I knew in my own heart that I had done more bad than good. 
And though that wasn't what's going to get me into heaven doing good, uh, it, it helped me recognize that I had a need of a Savior. And salvation, the two ways here of judgment, uh, there are two ways of judgment. Uh, one way is hard. You know, the straight way is hard. As in, it is not inclusive. Salvation is offered to everybody, but not everybody is, way, is willing to accept that straight and narrow way. And with that, you find that People are offended because of that. So salvation is narrow. There is only one way. And the first basis of judgment is how to start the faith. And how faith starts, the Christian life starts with being saved. And that's the beginning of that judgment. And without salvation, you cannot have spiritual judgment. That's right. There is no spiritual judgment outside Christ. He, he said that, uh, that they are spiritually discerned, neither can they know them. Uh, and so, uh, so it begins with that. And so spiritual judgment starts with two ways, uh, and that, of course, that's dealing with salvation. Number two, uh, we see that there are two trees. There are two trees that are referenced here. Uh, Matthew 7, verse 17 to 20. He says, so even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth forth not uh, forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by the, their fruits ye shall know them. Now notice here, there is a judgment that is going on. This is judgment. This is spiritual discernment. And how do we know who is a good tree and who is not a good tree? It's by their fruit. And that is an assessment that we are supposed to be making. Matthew, the entire chapter here is dealing with judgment. So here you have uh, the beginning of faith is salvation, and it is the two ways. It's either a narrow way or it's a broad way. Then we, then we move beyond uh, the starting of the faith, and now we have the living of the faith. The growth of that faith. And whether or not there is faith is revealed by the fruits. Ms. Brown and I, when we first moved down here, uh, we, we hit the ground uh, and we're driving in the area and looking around and uh, she, was, she was asking me, well, what kind of trees are these and what kind of trees are those? And when we're up in Washington, that was something that we would do. We'd take the kids out, we'd go up into the mountains and it's like, okay, well, that right there is a cedar and this is a, a, a pine and that one there is a, a blue spruce. And I would, I would tell the different types of trees and uh, just identifying outside things. We got here and she's like, well, what kind of tree is that? I have no idea. I said, it's an orchard. And she says, well, how do you know which one it is? I said, we're going to have to wait for the fruit. You know what? When you see the fruit, you know what kind of tree it is. You know what God says? You and I, we look at individuals as we are living our faith and we can see whether they're a good, good tree or a corrupt tree. A corrupt tree will not bring forth good fruit. 
And a good tree will not bring forth corrupt fruit. So now this is a judgment. There's a first judgment that is dealing with salvation. The second judgment is dealing with the Christian life, the faith, the growth of our faith. And as we are growing, uh, we should be able to see who we are supposed to associate with. Who we are supposed to listen to. Just because somebody walks through the doors does not mean that you are to listen to them spiritually. You know who you need to get counsel from? You need to look around and get some counsel uh, from some of these that have gray hair or no hair. You know, you young couples, don't get marriage counseling from another young couple. You, you need to, to look at those who have lived, those who have experienced, those who are godly and who are faithful. And as you see the fruit, those are the people that you go to for that, uh, for that uh, advice. Don't go to your peers about how to raise your kids. You know what we find out when we are raising our kids? The other people raising kids are as dumb as we are. The older I got, the smarter my parents got. And all of a sudden, it was like, well, I'm going to do this different. Dummy. I don't remember how many times my uh, pops, uh, even as an adult, he'd just reach over and pop me on the back of the head. It was just sort sort of like, it's like you, dummy. What, What are you thinking? You know, he popped me on the back of the head. And, you know, reality is, we need to find people who who have lived and have that spiritual growth and looking at the fruit of what God has blessed them with. And that's how we can make assessments and judgments in our own life. We need to make sure that we are looking to those who have experienced life and and hear this growth. This is dealing with the growth of the believer and And uh, uh, with this, we see that there are two ways. The beginning of our faith was salvation. Uh, Then we see the two trees, and that's the living of our faith, the growing in our faith. But then we see, thirdly, the two builders. I started with the two builders, but really the two builders, this is the summation. This is God saying that the people who are hearers and doers are going to be the ones who are likened to that house that was built upon the rock. The one that was built, Christ being the foundation, that chief cornerstone, and everything that was built around him and on the principles of the word of God. And what you see is after, uh, just when we are living our faith and growing in our faith, our life, our house is not complete. You know when our house is complete? When our journey's over. When the journey comes to an end, God is saying, now you can see the one that built their life right. You know what? You look at the Mrs. Coles and the Jewels and Ludwig's coats. 
You look at these that have, have lived so long in their faith. And Brother Tracy, I'm going to throw you in there too. You're, you're getting there. And, uh, uh, and so, you know, we look at these people who have faithfully lived their lives. And, and now we look at them and we see this life that has, has been built on Christ. And we see a house that is there. We don't see shambles. We see faithfulness. We see that uh, just that, that life that has been true during the hard times and during the good times. You know, don't worry too much about what everybody's doing when they're still trying to figure everything out. When we are, we are growing in our faith and, and we are, uh, we are uh, assimilating the truth and gaining ground and trying to be that, that tree that is a tree that is being fruitful. Uh, and that tree that's being fruitful, uh, it is being, uh, it's being uh, fertilized and it's being cared for and it's being watered. Uh, and there's uh, that life and that trust that is going in. But God says when, when you get to the builder stage and you start looking around, you see that house that has been built on the rock. You don't see the house that was built on the sand. You know, you can build something pretty quick with no foundation. And it might look good for a little while. Well, let me tell you, the storm's coming. And the rain's going to come. And the people that are trying to take the easy way, that house is coming down. And what do we find when it comes down? God says, great is the fall thereof. You know, I don't want that to be my life. I want to be able to get to the end of my life and following this these principles, following the words that Christ had taught and building our life on that and in doing so, God says that individual is going to be the one that he is going to liken to the, to the wise man. Matthew 7, 24, again, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, uh, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon a sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. So these two builders, they represent the end of a life of faith. It's either going to be a life that has been built on Christ and the principles of Scripture, making wise judgments, and in doing so, you get to the end of the life and God says, I'm likening you to that wise man. But he didn't liken us to a wise man while we were still building. It was when the house was done. 
you know what? We've got a life to live. Let's be faithful. Let's just be faithful. You know, we want to get to the end of our journey and hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. That's what we want to hear. I don't want to be likened unto the individual that was the foolish builder. We are determining right now how our house will stand. You know, the rain's coming to all of us. The wise builder and the foolish builder. The rains are coming. The wind's going to blow. That storm's going to rage for both. But the house isn't going to stand for everybody. And so let's make sure that we are building our life on the principles that God has given to us. We, wanna, we want Him to be the one that is that cornerstone. Matthew chapter 21, and I'm just about done. Matthew 21. Verse 42. Matthew 21, 42. Jesus saith unto them, Did ye never read the script, in the Scriptures the stone which the builders rejected, the same has become the head of the corner, and is this is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. You know, we don't have to understand everything. We are not the source of all knowledge. We are not the source of all wisdom. You know what we got to do? We got to trust the ones that have got to the end of their journey and have lived their life and you can see what God has done. You know, we live in such a day where everything is changing so fast. You know what? This still hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. The principles still work. The, the wind's blowing. And a lot of people are doing this. The rain is coming. You know, the wise man built his house on a rock. Let's make sure that we are building our life on the biblical principles. And in doing so, the Lord says, I'm going to look at you and I am going to liken you as a wise man. Let's be that person. So here are three different judgments. We see the judgment of salvation, the two ways. We see the judgment of the life of faith of the Christian, which is supposed to be growth, fruitfulness. And then we see this summation with the two builders. So the two ways, the two trees, 
and the two builders. Father, I pray that you'd help us. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for the opportunities that you have given to us. And Lord, help us in our own personal life and in our walk. Uh, help us, God, to just be faithful. Help us, Lord, to uh, allow your principles to be what we, we build our life on. And, and Lord, that we would uh, get to the end of our life and see uh, what you have done and the blessings that we have been able to enjoy. So uh, work now, please. Speak to hearts. You know the needs of each person. For Christ's Thank you for listening. Amen. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc4me.org. May God bless you.